Good morning and welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Mr. Tom Wang. He's the CEO of a multi-million dollar beauty brand and locally here in Vancouver he's known, well I, I, I put him on my phone as the Amazon King and he's going to share with us his story today, how he got to where he is and you know what what um, what he did and how he failed and failed to get to success so without further ado tom welcome thank you sir appreciate it thank you for uh having me it's an honor um cool yeah i i don't have much of an agenda for today i i know that many of you guys are in sales i used to be in sales as well and uh i think today you know if i can share a little bit of story about where i came from my background and ultimately inspire you guys to, you know, try your very best to reach your personal goals. That's really um, all I can really ask for. And, and then I'm happy to answer any Q and A's at the end as well. So uh, I'm Tom, I'm uh, in Vancouver. I actually live very close to, uh, to, to John there. And um, my story is I came to Canada at the age of 11. Uh, I'm from China originally. And uh, my parents moved here, you know, very, very well-educated folks. My dad was a engineer. My mom was a uh, professor teaching accounting in China. And uh, when they came here, they, my mom didn't speak a word of English. My dad couldn't work as an engineer because then he has to get all the certifications and stuff. So instead, my mom uh, worked three jobs, uh, um, a babysitter, a um, Mandarin tutor and a dishwasher. Uh, my father worked uh, in a small family office uh, for someone else making $2,000 a month. So, you know, growing up when we first came to Canada, there was a lot of, uh, there was definitely a lot of struggle. Like I've seen my parents, my mom cry uh, after washing dishes, working three different jobs. And, um, you know, I witnessed all of that. And for me at such an early age, I was only around 11 at the time. I just told myself one thing. I'm like, when I grow up, I want to make sure that whoever's around me won't go through the same type of thing that my own parents went through. And for me, that equated to having money. I was like, hmm. I knew for a fact that if we had money, my mom wouldn't be crying, washing dishes and so on and so forth. So uh, starting from the age of 11, I started trying all these different ways to make money. Uh, I'm talking about newspaper rules. I'm talking about uh, literally just like lemonade style hustling, right? Um, my, my parents were very strict with me. So they wanted me to focus on uh, education. Whilst for me, I, you know, I did okay in school. Um, I've always kind of figured out systems and, and ways to, to uh, hack the system. You can, you can call it. I remember in high school, I found this uh, online school in Kelowna, BC, which is five hours away from Vancouver. And apparently this online school, you can, it, it, it's transferable credits. So you can actually take some courses on this online school, all your quizzes, all your tests, everything is done at home with no supervision. And I'm like, so you're telling me I can take these classes, not take these classes in my high school and these credits can still be applicable to postgraduate programs like UBC. So I was like, all right. <laughs> so I did that. So always try to figure out different ways to, to save time, 
uh, and 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 um, yeah, so on and so forth. So, anyways, uh, I got I, I went to UBC my first year, which is a pretty good school in Canada. But then I actually got kicked out of UBC after the oh. first semester. Um, I failed. Uh, I I literally I got kicked out because I my grades were super super low, and then. I went to another school. I got kicked out of that school, Langara. Then I went to Kwanlin. I got kicked out of Kwanlin. <laughs> so this whole, you know, from age of like literally 11 up until maybe 23, 24, like it just been failure, both in side hustles and as well as education, which obviously my parents cared a lot about. And then uh, I went to BCIT, which is another school here in Vancouver. I finally graduated BCIT after my fourth attempt at uh, taking a crack at you know, at college. And then afterwards, I uh, went to go apply for jobs and applied for like 15 to 20 different jobs, always like sales representatives, account management positions. Uh, I went to the uh, sales and marketing program at BCIT. So after you graduate, you go into entry level account management roles for software companies for uh, whoever needs sales guys, you know, um, so on and so forth. So I applied uh, 15, 20 jobs, nobody wanted me because when they looked at my resume, I didn't really have a job growing up. Like I had a couple jobs here and there, but it was all just like a bunch of side hustles. So I put on like, oh, you know, I made this much money by selling watches at the night market. And they're like reading this, they're like, you know, we don't want a guy who sells night watches at the night market. We want a guy who maybe had a little bit of corporate experience, which I never had. So I got rejected by every single position that I tried to try to try to try to um, get. And I remember this one company, it was a startup here in Vancouver. They were launching like a pretty cool software and, you know, pay was pretty good. It was like $80,000, um, uh, which is your on target with like a $50,000 base. And I remember I was so desperate at that point that I told them, I'm like, Hey, I'll work for you for free for three months. If you don't like me at the end of the third month, then like I, I, you know, I'll do anything you want me to do. I don't really care. And then they're like, no, sorry. Like you're not a good fit. So that was like really the low of the low because you can imagine, right. My parents at this point just thought I was a complete failure and loser and disgrace almost the family. Like they came to Canada, uh, wanting me to get a good education uh, wanted me to become an engineer, a doctor, like my cousin is an engineer and all these different things. And I, I was a, I was really a nobody. And my friends thought I was a loser because um, I was getting kicked out of schools and trying all these different side hustles and so on and so forth. Um, and yeah. And then that was really the bottom of the bottom for me. It's like after graduating, you know, wanting to work for free for someone and someone still doesn't even want me. So I just felt like, yeah, that was definitely the low uh, of my life. But then I, I believe everything happens for a reason. And uh, I actually applied for a job at Yellow Pages. Uh, some of you might know Yellow Pages. And then uh, I remember, uh, you know, someone's like, you should go work at Yellow Pages. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like 2015 Yellow Pages, really? Like they're still in business. Uh, <laughs> or like, they're like, yeah, like you should go because it's, um, it, it's uh, you can apparently make pretty good money there. So I was like, all right, like, what do I have to lose at this point? Nothing. Right. I went to apply at Yellow Pages and they hired me on the spot pretty much right away because at Yellow Pages, it's very, very quick. Like you, you go in, you suck, you get out. The next person comes in. It's very, very fast turnaround. So they didn't really care about if I sold watches here and there. They didn't care. 
And the base salary at Yellow Pages was literally $22,000 a year. Mm. So that is $10.50 an hour, which is the legal minimum wage in Canada. And then my goal in the first year was to make $100,000 out of school, like out of college. That was my, like my goal, my everything. That was my North star that I wanted to chase after. And so much so that even at BCIT, I remember messaging people on LinkedIn who graduated from BCIT. And I would literally just say like, Hey, how much money did you make first year out of BCIT? If they didn't make a hundred thousand dollars, I didn't want to talk to you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and if they did make a hundred thousand dollars, I'm like, Oh my God, like you're, you're a God. Like what, what how does it feel, man? Like what, what, like how does your life change? Um, so yeah, people probably thought I was a pretty weird kid at that time, but I didn't care. I just like, I I'm very good at asking questions. If I want something, if I need something, I will just reach out and whoever I need to talk to, I'll talk to them. Mm. Um, so first I I got hired at yellow pages, $20,000 starting salary. I'm like, okay, like maybe I'll make $50,000. Maybe I'll make $60,000, but I'll never forget the first day at yellow pages. Someone came, uh, his name is Pavin and Pavin has been working at yellow pages for five years. He sits like a few desks across from me, normal looking guy, literally just like as normal looking as you possibly can be. And then he came to our training class on day one and he's like, guys, uh, I made $250,000 last year working at Yellow Pages. Same wow. position as you, same base salary as you, same everything as you. So my, my jaw literally dropped, right? Uh, I, I, I'm like 250,000, that's absolutely insane. So for me, it was like, okay, this guy is pretty normal looking. This guy doesn't seem like he's got some sort of a like crazy sales background or anything like that. So if he can make $250,000, if I can just do 50% of output, if I can just do 50% of what he did, that's $125,000, which is $25,000 above my goal. So I'm like, okay, so that's what I set myself at. So now the question is like, how do you go about um, doing that, right? How, how do you, um, first of all, I said the goal, which is great, but how do you go about uh, achieving that goal? So to me, it was very intuitive. Uh, because at Yellow Pages, it was a inside sales role. Everything was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Every single one of our calls are recorded. So for me, I'm like, okay, well, if I can say what he says on the phone, then like, that was just so obvious to me. I'm like, this guy's obviously doing something right. He's got a system. He's got a formula. If I can just copy his formula and, and, and make it mine, then I should be able to do pretty well. So I remember first day, like walking up to this guy, I'm like, dude, give me all your phone calls. And he's like, who the hell are you? Right? Like, like who's this new Asian kid that coming up to me, uh, asking <laughs> me for my phone calls? Like no one has ever, ever asked that. I'm like, I, I just want to, you know, make like, I just want to make money. I'm hungry, blah, blah, all that type of stuff. So um, so he gave me some of his phone calls. I, I went home, I wrote them down on a script. I practice, practice, practice. I used to live in Richmond to Burnaby. It's about 45 minute drive. I will listen to his calls in my car religiously. Wow. Uh, I, I wouldn't listen to anything else. I'm like listening to this guy in my car. And, uh, for the first three to four months, I just keep, kept on absorbing as much as I, I was trying to be like him as much as possible to the point where he wears these, uh, um, uh, these boots, what are they called? Not hunter boots, but uh, 
what are, what are they called? The men, the big, like, yellowish looking boots. You guys know what I'm talking about? What's it called? Uh, it's not Hunter. Timberland. Timberland. He wears these classic Timberlands, like, that's his, like, signature shoe, like, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear some Timberlands, right? So I went to go buy Timberlands and then I showed up to the office. And he's like, okay, hey, this guy is way too weird. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I was literally trying to be exactly like him. But then there's one thing I also noticed. At Yellow Pages, every single couple hours, our managers will send us a call report with our call activities as well as how long we talked on the call. And it will literally be a ranking report. Pavin, number one. So far, made 30 calls, talked for an hour on the phone. Uh, and then I will always see his name on the top, right? Always, always, always in the top three. So I'm like, okay, if I say what he says and I can work as hard as him, mm. I should be able to achieve at least 50% of what he does. I just, I was so confident, right? right? Which made sense. So long story short, um, after the first year, he finished number two in the entire country of Canada. Wow. And I think there's like over 500 sales reps. Uh, I finished number three. I didn't, wow. I didn't have any sales experiences. I didn't have any, any um, training. I didn't have any, you know, I, I didn't have any corporate experiences. I was the guy that was selling watches at the night market. Um, but I think the lesson to be learned there is number one, having a mentor in your life. It's so, so, so important. Like if you want to be whatever you want, if you want to be um, the best basketball player, if you want to be whatever, like if you can just surround yourself with the right people and learn office, everything has been proven already. Okay. Everything. Like if you want to be the number one real estate agent, there's someone in your city that's been the number one dog for the past five years, past 10 years. Don't you think that they are doing something day in and day out? And Absolutely. if you can learn from them, go and learn from them and just literally do what I did with Pavit. So um, anyway, so I achieved a little bit more than my goal, which was over a hundred thousand. But nice. the, second, the second thing was the sickening obsession. I was so, mm. my, my desire to make a hundred thousand dollars was so real that I, had no doubt in my mind that I was going to make that. Right. It was just, it was just like, it was like already happened. Um, and then I had that desire, right. Someone said in the chat, I had that burning desire to, to, to make that. And that burning desire came from all my failures, my baggage in the past, proving other people wrong, proving other people that I'm worthy. I thought by me mm -hmm. making six figures, will show other people that, hey, Tom maybe is not a loser that's getting kicked out of other schools. Tom can actually be blah, blah, blah. So anyway, after the first year, the second year I was very demotivated because for me, I get bored of things very quickly. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I can go ahead and make another $150,000, but like, that's not really money. For me, it was like, I didn't want to chase after the money anymore. I'm like, what's next? And mm -hmm. then that's kind of where like, I stumbled upon this Amazon FBA opportunity because uh, I've always enjoyed like site hustles and stuff like that. And someone uh, basically told me that Amazon FBA is like a really cool opportunity. Me and my girlfriend, we partnered up and we launched our product on Amazon. So just to give everybody like a one minute spiel about Amazon, uh, like I'm sure all of you have bought stuff on Amazon before. I hope, I hope so. If not, 
go buy something today. It's a cool experience. It shows up. My favorite experience of buying stuff on Amazon is the fact that when it shows up to your door in a box, you actually forgot what you bought. So it always feels like Christmas again, every day, opening up the package. And you're like, oh, it's like the toilet paper. Oh, never mind. It's not that exciting. <laughs> but um, so every single time you buy something on Amazon, there's, you're actually buying a lot of products from third party sellers, AKA someone like me. So any single one of you can actually sign up for a Amazon third party account and sell products on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And Amazon will actually take care of all the fulfillment, logistics, customer service, everything. You just ship everything to Amazon. You create a listing on Amazon, take some photos, do some copywriting, and then people will go on Amazon to buy your product, right? So that's kind of how Amazon works. So I stumbled upon that first product failed, lost $8,000. Second product failed, lost $4,000. At that point, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, This doesn't work, right? And you know, and this was the same message for me for a lot of the other businesses I had was, oh, like it didn't work or it doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for other people, so on and so forth. And then my girlfriend, who is my partner, we just, she's like, she's stubborn, right? She's like, no, no, like we should do one more product. Like, I'm pretty sure this is going to work. Um, we just need to do one more product. So I'm like, all right, if we don't, if we, if we do this one more product, if it doesn't work, then um, I don't want to do this anymore. So we ended up doing one more product, uh, taking all the lessons I've learned, taking all the failures I've learned from the first two products. I started documenting my journey on YouTube. You can look me up, Tom Wang, uh, just type that on YouTube. And I wanted to just put myself out there and let people know that Amazon is kind of not as easy and glamorous as it looks. I wanted to document the behind the scenes of like failures that I had. Mm. And apparently like people loved it. People like were like, wow, like, you know, that's so genuine of you. So authentic. And a lot of bigger sellers noticed, took notice as well. And they started actually reaching out to me uh, for helping for, for advice. So with their help, with my, my, my failures, we launched a third product and then that product started doing 10 units a day, 20 units a day, 30 wow. units a day. And then it just, I mean, the rest was kind of history really. So um, this year we'll probably finish the year off around $8 million in sales for our Amazon business. And like, I quit my job already right at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just been basically uh, the things I've been keeping me myself busy over the past um, couple of years. I quit my job December 14, 2017. So nice. two years in, I quit my job. So since then uh, I've been, again, documenting my journey on YouTube. I've been teaching other people how to start their own Amazon FBA businesses. I've been building my own Amazon FBA businesses. Um, and yeah, just been very immersive in the Amazon FBA space. Um, and yeah, like when you put yourself out there, like I do on YouTube and stuff like that, a lot of very interesting doors open up to you, like mm-hmm. very, very, very interesting doors. And um, yeah, there's something to be said about kind of like just putting yourself out there in the world and providing value with no expectations. And a lot of very interesting things actually come back to you. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, yeah, so I've just been very blessed, very grateful to have a lot of supportive and amazing people in my life. Without them, I wouldn't really be where I am today. And um, yeah, that's kind of my story. <laughs> that, that's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing all that. That's a, a, a long journey. And you know what, when I first met you about two years ago, I was like, who, who is this guy? Like, 
how come he just like bursted onto the scene all of a sudden? But I, I didn't see all the hard work uh, from the very beginning, right? And, and the hardship that you went through. So number one, really get a mentor, guys. Get a mentor. And Pat, Pavin didn't even know that uh, he was your mentor. He just basically copied everything. Yeah, right? and, it's cool, and it's cool now because Pavin actually and I work together again oh, uh, nice. with, my, with my Amazon FBA course. And now I'm his mentor with the Amazon business because he launched his own Amazon business as well. So it's like full circle. Full circle, yeah. And guys, get Timberlands and be successful. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Get some Timberlands. So, well, automatic. Think, uh, <laughs> a, a lot of us, uh, you know, try a lot of different things. And then um, it, it just seems like you were unstoppable in this whole journey here. You got, you got burned over and over and over again. You got uh, turned down for jobs. Um, you got, you failed school. Like, you, you do ever, ever, ever ask yourself, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. I never thought about what if it doesn't work. I always thought about like, what if it does work? Mm. Yeah. Guys, what if it does work? Yeah. Like what if like where I am right now is here, right? And let's say if I do a business and it fails, I'm not really going to be like, like down here. Like, you know, I, I'm going to find the money somewhere else. Like money comes, money goes, money flows mm -hmm. everywhere. Like I'm going to go find that money somewhere else. And then if I fail again, I'm just going to kind of, but, but, but like I, I learned yeah, like you keep learning through these experiences, um, which is kind of like a knowledge piggy bank. Maybe you put one penny into the piggy bank every day. After a week, you're not going to be rich. But if you keep doing that for years and years and years, you're going to have a lot of you know, pennies, uh, same as knowledge and, and experience. Um, but really, man, like what I have to really like, I think without the people around my life, and I want to say that, keep saying that, like especially like my girlfriend, for example, without her, you know, I really wouldn't be where I am today. Like she was a stubborn one in the business in the sense mm -hmm. that she wanted to keep pushing, like keep launching products. And without that, someone that's holding you accountable, if you have no accountability, um, if no one holds you accountable and you don't have accountability, it is very, very tough to mm -hmm. do this journey solo. I think, um, like, yeah, like that's, that's a huge, so find someone who can, if you guys can hold each other accountable, um, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. Yeah. And that's why we hire a coach guys. And I mean, I think there's a lot of parallels between, you know, what you do and in, in real estate, because um, we, we all want to do better, but if you don't have anybody watching you, holding you accountable, and if you have no mentorship, you're just kind of drifting, yeah. drifting. And then yeah. once you hit a wave of hardship, then you're like, oh, I want to give up because nobody's there to support you. Yeah. So I see a lot of uh, uh, parallels here for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's so important to have that accountability, have that small mastermind group, have calls like this and really share what's working what's not working and, and like grow together as a team, as a, as a unite, because everybody on here, even though I've never met a lot of you, like, I know we all have the same goals and ambition in life. Like we all kind of want the same thing. We're all like type A hustlers and we're trying to create a better future for ourselves, for our family and so on and so forth. So that's one thing that we're all, we have, all have in common. And if we can just help each other out, and encourage each other, hold each other accountable. 
I mean, wealth is a non-zero-sum game, right? Just because, you know, John made money today doesn't mean you have to lose money today. Like, mm-hmm. we can all get rich together, right? Uh, unlike politics, right? Politics is a zero. It's, it's, there can only be one president, right? It's, it's Biden versus Trump. There can only be one. So if Trump wins, Biden loses, then Biden's gone. But with wealth, everybody can be wealthy. I so, love that. Yeah. It's, it's limitless abundance, guys. And, you know, I, that brings me back to a question. Like, when you were, became successful in FBA, Amazon selling, you know, people were asking, like, if you were successful, why, why would you go out there and sell a course? Are you yeah. better at selling a course, actually, than you are selling an Amazon? What was your mentality then? Well, one of the mentalities I had, it was like, if I don't launch a course, there's going to be other people launching courses out there anyway. So if someone's going to learn Amazon, they should learn from me. Nice. <laughs> like, like, let's be like, I'm, yeah. Like, if you're going to learn Amazon, you should learn from me. So if I don't launch a course, there's, they're going to buy a course from someone else anyway. Absolutely. Um, and then other people say, oh yeah, like if, if you're so successful at uh, Amazon, then why are you teaching other people? Um, I have time. Like I don't want to be on a beach drinking. I guess you can't really even be on a beach right now. Uh, but having said that, like I, 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 I like to work. I like, to, I like what I'm doing. I truly enjoy what I'm doing. And um, if I just keep doing Amazon every day, all day, I get bored. So I have side businesses, I have multiple uh, businesses and you know, it's um, yeah, I get bored. So I, I enjoy the teaching side. Amazon is kind of like, you're behind a computer screen and you don't have to talk to anybody. Like I enjoy doing this stuff. Like I'm a salesperson at heart. So are many of you. So um, I enjoy the, the interaction with people. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I got a question for you because a lot of people do Amazon uh, selling, right? Yeah. And what, what, I mean, you, you, you're, you guys are going to gross $8 million this year. And I hear, you know, a lot of people doing like are happy doing, you know, two, 300,000, which is phenomenal by the way. And you're at 8 million. What separates you from these guys and yourself? Yeah. I think we like focus a lot on building a brand instead of selling every, like random products. So oh, okay. I, yeah. So we have a skincare brand, skincare. Yeah. Skincare brand. And um, it's called Sadara Skincare for anybody who's wondering. Um, but, you know, like we've been featured in Nordstrom, right? Like we're in Nordstrom right now. Um, we've we've um, been featured by influencers. Um, we use all these different strategies uh, outside of what's available on Amazon to uh, influence our Amazon ranking and so on and so forth. So I think building a brand instead of selling random products is really really important oh that's awesome so guys like if we're just selling real estate we're going out there selling a few pieces of real estate per year or are you building a brand for yourself right so once you get the brand the marketing you know you start to really leverage yourself you can expand versus if you're just selling random products right so i i think that's huge and that's a parallel as well so let's open up for questions questions you guys have yeah what questions you guys have for me i'm uh we got three minutes three minutes uh i had a question in there which is uh you kind of mentioned a couple times that you're you're not that you're bored but you get bored easily and you like to move on you like to try new challenges so what do you have your sights set on next Mm. yeah good question thanks pablo um 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So I haven't told too many people. So you guys are actually like the first bunch that have heard this, I think, publicly. Um, we were actually like under contract to sell our Amazon business and the deal was supposed to close, I think this week or next week. And I would have gotten a very nice uh, payday, essentially. And I had all these, I, I, you know, I had all these things in my mind like, that I wanted to, but um, things kind of took a turn. And uh, now we might actually not go through with the deal. Um, and, um, but I think for me, it's like, my girlfriend's like a little emotional about this. Uh, but for me, it's like, hey, this is the journey. Like, this is the journey. Uh, if it was easy, everybody would be going down, everybody you see down the street will be selling their Amazon business for, you know, uh, for, for seven, eight figures. So I'm like, just embrace it, learn from it. And we're young. Um, so just, just, yeah, enjoy it. So, um, but having said that, my next things, I wanted to get into real estate, actually. Um, I wanted to, I want to um, uh, get into like, yeah, commercial properties. Um, I want to learn more about, I, I want to learn more about passive income. Um, I think over the past couple of years, I've been very good at uh, earned income. Um, but now I truly want to park my money somewhere where I can generate just true, true passive income um, so that I can have generation wealth for myself, for my, for my kids, for my grandkids and so on and so forth. So that's a, a topic that is quite interesting to me. I want to learn more about uh, like capital utilization. Like if someone gives you $10 million, what is the best way to spend that $10 million? And how do you go about thinking, like what is the principle and the, the thought process of investing so more into an investing side, I guess you can call it. But um, I think that's the kind of the next, uh, next part of my journey. Yeah, thank you for asking that, Pablo. I mean, uh, I've seen uh, some of the journey from Tom. I mean, earning $8 million a year, and now it's time to invest and time to leverage, you know, time to invest in multiple businesses, passive income. And you know what, you're just like a sponge and you're, you're always looking to learn. And guys, he's reading right now, if you want to take this down, The Psychology of Money. Yeah, that's a if really you, interesting book. I was talking to someone who manages $1.5 billion. Um, and he's like, you should read this book. It, it's good. It's, uh, it's very interesting. A lot of things about money is actually not so much about rationality or reasonable. It's, it's actually more has to do with the psychology of how we got brought up, the, the time that we're born. Um, uh, yeah, it's actually very, very interesting stuff that they don't teach you in school. Guys, I, I feel like I could chat with you all day and have you just share all day. There's so much to your journey. And you know, I, I appreciate you coming on today. The whole crowd appreciates you. How do we contribute to your life? Yeah, if you can follow me on uh, Instagram, it's, uh, I'll put it in the chat. It's tom.com.ig. Um, I'm trying to get to 10,000 uh, followers like John so I can do the swipe up thing. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a few thousand uh, followers away from that. So uh, I like there to get you go. thousand. Uh, yeah, if you want to keep, you know, document, if you want to uh, follow my journey, uh, Instagram is probably the best place. I also have a YouTube channel. YouTube, it's, I also upload uh, a lot of vlogs. I'm actually, I got a new little cute camera last night and I'm trying to make more vlogs. The, the old camera that I had was uh, too, too, too big. So say what's up guys. Wave. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, uh, those are the two places. Uh, YouTube is just a Tom way. You can find me there. Awesome. 
Appreciate it, Tom. And you know what? Thanks for spending the time with us. We, we got a lot of value today. I think I had to like summarize it and, and just like really digest, watch it over and over. Thank you so much for sharing. And yeah, let's, uh, let's go and finish the year strong. Thank yeah. you. Having me on, guys. Have a good day. Bye bye. Do it.